Maybach music. We them niggas at the park, we just wanna bow. Selling dope to get a car and don't know what it's called. Niggas foul, but the referees don't get involved. It's the finals and my dogs came to take it all. With the hair on, nigga, I'm LeBron. Quarter milli for my car and that's on the Quran. You running with me, nigga, or you better run two times for you pussies, cause you know who number one. These bitches all on my dick. Is it all of my cars? They say my heart of my sick. Just bought a healthy Chappelle. This is. Welcome back, everybody. We're back at Free Tuition. This is season two still, episode 14. We're here at the final week of college football coming up. Uh, but right now, we're uh, currently in the middle of the Heisman trophy presentation. Me and Malone are here with you, uh, giving you a live reaction look at uh, we're watching the Heisman ceremony right now. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Um, another episode. Here we are at the live episode going for the Heisman presentation. Uh, we got four candidates here, um, all pretty deserving. You know, we're going to see who comes away with the award. You know, we got four good guys, like I said. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who gets it. I think this might be the most wide open race we've had in a long time here. And, you know, it's it, it's kind of interesting because each player has, like, its own, their own path to – Tonight, you know, you have Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, who is kind of the uh, the the favorite, not just this past year, but the year prior, he was the favorite coming into the season. So he's kind of like just that, you know, the 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 almost the standard. Um, you have quarterback uh, Kyle Trask from Florida, who kind of rose to the occasion uh, with that Florida team having you know prolific offense this year. Now, part of that was kind of due to somebody who was on his receiving core, but at the end of the day, uh, he, he was there to play, and he, you know, very well deserved to be here. And then you got two guys from Alabama who were just kind of a, you know, a one-two punch all year with uh, quarterback Mac Jones, who is just kind of stepped into the role, uh, you know, to, to take over that offense and is absolutely shined. Uh, but it's easy to shine when you got a guy like Devontae Smith, who is also here tonight at the presentation and uh, very deservingly for both of them. Uh, they kind of made each other's jobs easier. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's one of those things, you know, uh, it's easy to perform when you have great people around you, you know, and, and also in that same breath, uh, when you have other people around you that are great, it helps you rise your, raise your game as well. So, um, you know, when you think about those two Alabama players, it's definitely one of those things. And, um, when you go back to Kyle Trask and, and Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he, like you mentioned, he's he's kind of been, you know, a Heisman candidate since he walked on campus. You know, it's just kind of one of those things. It's uh, But now it's finally his time to possibly uh, win the award and, and really shine and have, kind of have things come full circle to, you know, with, with his journey that he's embarked on this far. And, um, you know, with Kyle Trask, uh, I mean, what can you say, a guy who, didn't even start in high school, was recruited by the last regime at Florida and, uh, you know, kind of stuck around and, and you know, just made his way and, and, and grinded it out. And, you know, he, he's had to battle other players and, you know, here he is still standing and had a pretty good season for Florida. And, you know, he, he what can we say? He's, 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 he's pretty good. He's going to be a high draft pick now. Um, so he's put the work in, obviously. And uh, now just kind of time to see who who gets it, you know. Yeah, I mean, 
everybody has a case. I think it's really going to come down to, and you and I kind of talked about this last week with Brad. Uh, I think it's really going to come down to Devontae Smith and Trevor Lawrence. Um, it, it's hard to tell who at this moment is going to get it. it. It's a really tight race, I feel like, between those two. Yeah, I agree. I think those are really your two your two front runners right now, your two guys who uh, who may be splitting a vote here amongst uh, the, the past Heisman Trophy winners. Um, you know, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, if, if I've really got to be honest here, I think uh, Devontae Smith may come away with it. But, you know, we'll see. I think him and Trevor are both really deserving. Um, but, you know, that's just my gut feeling so far. But, you know, we'll see. There's a lot of guys voting on this thing. You know, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how it shakes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they just, uh, as we're talking right now, they just introduced the candidates. Uh, they're, you know, kind of going through the some of the list of previous winners right now. Of course, you got two of the standards when it comes to sports journalism and, uh, and you know, Heisman, and that's Desmond Howard and Tim Tebow kind of coming in right now. Uh, so we all know how this kind of goes. I mean, Mo and I started the show here almost right at seven on the dot. We're probably looking at a, a little bit more time here before they actually announce the winner, but you'll get our live reaction to who that winner is. By the time you listen to the show, of course, you'll probably already know and, and everything, but you'll actually get to hear our live reaction. So I'm really excited about this. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you know, we tried to, uh, you know, through our last season, this season, we tried to come with the live shows as far as whether it be the college football playoff rankings, um, you know, the draft, so on and so forth. Just, uh, it's always good to get that uh, that raw reaction and, <clears throat> excuse me again, be able to give that to our listeners. And, you know, it just makes it more fun. Absolutely. Um, while we're waiting, you know, kind of a side note, I know that uh, some Vegas odds have started to come out for next year's Heisman race. Um, and I think leading the pack right, uh, the pack right now, correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, was it Spencer Rattler? I believe it is Spencer Rattler. You know, it's a it's it, which isn't surprising really when you sit here and think about it. Uh, I think oh, yeah. that you know he he's kind of you, know, you won't go with somebody who's got a kind of got some reps um, who we've seen young player. Uh, I think that's pretty good. Um, I tell you what, the Heisman Factory, right? He's at the Heisman Factory. They've they've uh, definitely produced some guys over the years. So um, that wasn't really surprising at all. I tell you what, if if Mac Jones wasn't probably slated to go pro i think he'd be your leader in the clubhouse going into next year but even him being a redshirt sophomore i think he's out of there oh yeah for sure i mean he's gotta go while the money's hot Bingo. Um, aside from you know spencer rattler are there any guys that you have uh just kind of throwing some names out there is who who you may see come out as a heisman candidate for next season Oh well, while we're on the the subject of Mac Jones, I think his um, his immediate replacement for next year, uh, I think we got to list him and and Bryce Young, a, a guy who a lot of people thought that would would unseat Mac Jones this year and become the starter. Uh, obviously, obviously that speaks to to the, the work Mac Jones has put in. But um, we all we both know the the kind of prospect that Bryce Young is, and you know maybe everyone else doesn't know, but. Uh, you know, we're all we'll all see it next year, and uh, I think he'll be you know right in line here to uh, to kind of start his own legacy and see what he can do. So you, know, you got him, you got Spencer Rattler, obviously you got 
DJU down at, at Clemson. You know, uh, we, we've seen what he can do in, in spot duty and in a starting performance against the Notre Dame team when Trevor was out due to COVID. And, played great. Uh, played great. Played great. Was number one uh, quarterback coming out of his, his high school class. So, you know, expect nothing but greatness from him. And obviously he's in a system that kind of puts him in position to succeed. So I think you got to put him on there. And last but not least, man, uh, definitely my favorite going into next year. I mean, big Sam Howell, man. I mean, I don't really know how he can. I mean, that's my personal favorite going into it. Uh, I mean, you got North Carolina coming into next year with, it's going to be a pretty good team again. Uh, it'll be his third year starting in a row. You know, I, I imagine he'll be QB1 going into next year as far as on the draft boards as well. So I expect a big year out of him. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely number one for me going into next year. I, I'm 100% with you. Um, I think I think he's going to be, like you said, he's going to be in his third year. He's going to be a junior. He knows the offense. He knows the league. He knows the system. He knows how the other teams play. Um, he's just going to have more training under his belt. Uh, I think they're going to have a favorable uh, schedule. You know, we'll get a little bit more details on that a little later on the off season, but you know, they're going to be primed to go into the end of the year, uh, looking at a possible ACC championship game. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, they, North Carolina should definitely be, I'll tell you what, they might even be the favorite going into the, the ACC next year, just because, you know, we've seen Sam Howell on, on, in multiple seasons, it'll be DJ's first year starting. A lot of writers may not give Clemson just to write on, you know, the unanimous number one going into the to the season as far as ACC goes. So I think Carolina will have a lot of pressure on them next year. Um, you know, a lot of expectations. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll see how it shakes for them. I want to piggyback off of what you just said. Do you think North Carolina is going to be ranked higher than Clemson in the preseason rankings? Um, it's tough. It's tough. Honestly, no. I don't. I don't think the preseason ranking will be higher just because I think the preseason rankings are kind of, you know, I don't know. They don't, they don't matter. We, we they know on this show for a fact they don't matter. Yeah. Um, so I, I think from that standpoint, I think Clemson will be ranked higher, but I think uh, North Carolina may be the better team just to start the season off until DJ can really get his feet under him. Just, just to start the season off. For me, I think that may be the I case, hear you. you know? I hear you. I ain't gonna go that far, but I, but yeah, I definitely yeah, I think you. Sam is gonna be the better quarterback um, between the two, uh, without a doubt. Uh, but you're replacing a lot, buddy. I I, I get it. Uh, you got a lot of guys who are gonna be, you know, another year older. Andrew Booth, uh, Brian Brissy, Miles Murphy. Uh, you're gonna have Tyler Davis back at full health. You got uh, um, the linebackers. Uh, Skalski's coming back. You got uh, uh, Trent Simpson, who's a monster. He'll be a sophomore. There's going to be there's going to be talent there on the defense. Defense is going to get better. Defense was a little. I mean, man, they just let Ohio State put 600 on them. So right, there's definitely work that needs to be done. But at the same time, it's a young defense. Like all the talent is in the young guys, and you know they just need. They need some more reps. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think next year it's going to be. You know, back to being a top five defense. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think your team is interesting next year, um, just as far as the direction they take and who's going to step up. Um, you know, uh, maybe not defensively, but more offensively. 
uh, I think there's just a lot to replace. So we'll, you know, we'll see how it shakes. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously you guys are going to be good regardless. Yeah, I think I, the one thing I will say, you know, and we're we're kind of going off topic here because we're still waiting for the announcement of who's going to win the Heisman here. But one thing I am curious to see what Clemson does is uh, who they're going to replace as far as Travis Etienne. You know, is Lynn J. Dixon. He's probably going to come yeah. in and be, you know, running back one. Um, but you got a couple of other guys in there. Malusi, who was a he was an ESPN 300 kid. Um, you got Will Shipley coming in, who's a five-star running back from uh, from North Carolina. So I, I'm really curious to see what the running back room is going to look like because uh, I think that's a bigger bigger fill as far as like, you know, I think DJU, he's going to come in and fill the shoes of Trevor. Maybe not all the way, but he's going to fill a good bit of those shoes. But who's going to fill these Travis Etienne shoes? Yeah, no, that's that's my um that's my biggest question period. Uh you know, I think uh obviously, you know, Trevor is um great player, excellent player, uh you know, going to be number one pick in the draft. But he's had a great running game behind him. You know, an excellent running game behind him, a top-notch running game behind him, you know, throughout his whole career uh with Travis Etienne. So, um, you know, for DJ, it's going to be interesting to see who he has to be his kind of safety blanket going into next year uh, because that's something that we saw Trevor have his whole career, and obviously it helped him. You know what I mean? Having a, having a run game for a quarterback is, you know, second to none. So, um, you know, I think DJ is going to need that, especially being his first year starting in a full-time basis. So we'll see who steps up. So uh, that should be an interesting battle in the offseason with spring ball and, and summer and fall camp. I'm excited to see, like, Will Shipley. I watched his tape in high school, and the kid is an absolute stud. So I'm pretty excited to see him uh, when he gets on campus. I think he'll probably start off fourth string. Uh, but he'll he'll be one of those kind of guys. He'll I, I think he'll come in and have an impact right away, like when he does get in there. Because, uh, I mean, he's just, you know, he's a freak. Yeah, no, he's, you know, one of the top all-purpose backs uh, coming out, uh, you know, can run a little bit, catch a little bit. Um, pretty versatile offensive weapon. So, you know, we'll see what they can draw up for him on the offensive end and how they can get him involved. Uh, you know, kind of one of those guys that's kind of, you know, pretty good at everything type type deal. So, you know, he'll bring a lot to the table. So we're kind of closing in on the uh, on the actual announcement here. Uh and before before they announce it, uh, just kind of going back to next year's candidates, there's one dark horse I'm going to throw out uh, that's – I don't know if he's been discussed in any of the uh, preseason odds or anything, but definitely something that I, I'm probably going to look into and, and maybe even place a bet on because I think there's a good shot he could get it. And that is our, uh, our good buddy down in Athens, uh, JT Daniels. Wow, wow, JT, JT, man, that would be interesting. Um, JT, kind of uh, an enigma here as far as uh, a player goes, you know, but he was waiting so long to see him, finally saw him, clearly improved their team, uh, you know, in the utmost, and, um, you know, we're going to see uh, how, how, that, how that shapes up, uh, shapes up going into next year, uh, but definitely he's going to have a lot on his shoulders. And uh, a lot of expectations. 
I yeah. like that pick, though. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, he's going to, you know, he's really going to be healthy because this was kind of his first year back. He didn't even get, you know, the starting job until almost towards the end of the season. Yeah. So now he's going to get all those first-team reps uh, in spring and as camp starts in the fall. Um, and the, And then, you know, I mean, we know what he can do. Uh, I mean, he's he's just he's a baller, and so I, I think with getting those reps and being put in a in a position to succeed because you got so many athletes around you, it's we gotta watch out for him as a potential threat. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, another player who we know have a solid run game behind him. Uh, you know, Georgia is a school you know notoriously who's had. Plenty of running backs in the stable at all times, and I don't think that changes next year. So he'll have something to lean on. He'll have uh, a junior and, and George Pickens, who will be, you know, might be one of the top five receivers in America coming back as far as next year. Um, he'll be in his junior year, his money year. So, you know, um, that should be a solid connection. So, um, and, and Jermaine Burton, who'll be a sophomore, who was, you know, a four or five star recruit in the 2019 class, depending on where you look. Um, so, yeah, yeah, nice. No, it should be nice, man. It should be nice. Absolutely. Um, right now, as we're, uh, as we're speaking, they're, uh, you know, highlighting all the, all the previous Heisman winners. I think we're, uh, I think we're right here, Malone. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to see, let's see what happens. Uh, here she comes. She got the paper. There it is. There it is, man. Devontae Smith is the 2020 Heisman winner. Eh, you know. Devontae Smith, ladies and gentlemen. I kind of saw it coming. I was was hoping he was going to split the votes with Mac. Um, That was kind of my last hope. I I had a feeling he was going to get it over Trevor. Damn, a trophy's there. Here we are. They must have had like a, I guess, I don't know. I guess they had had a replica at each of them. Yeah, perhaps. So he's uh, he's giving his speech speech. now. Yeah, he's giving his speech. Well, again, very well deserving. Uh, First wide receiver to win the Heisman since Desmond Howard. Incredible, incredible uh, accomplishment when you think about that. Um, It's been almost thirty years. Yeah, yeah, it's been a very long time. So that's uh <clears throat> that's a that's a great feat, um, you know, from for 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 the position and um for him and you know, uh hats off to him. Uh I think all the guys were deserving, uh, you know, especially Trevor Lawrence. Um so, you know, it just didn't cookie just didn't crumble that way this time, but uh you know Shout out to Devontae Smith and, um, you know, yeah, well, well, well deserved. Well deserved. Absolutely. Uh, you know, another Heisman winner for Alabama. They got a lot of them. Um, they got so a few. We're, we're uh, you know, Clemson, we're still waiting. Maybe we'll get one. Uh, maybe we'll get another opportunity soon. We got a lot of guys who, who can make a name for themselves. But uh, congratulations, Devontae Smith. Uh, uh, like I said, very well deserving. And uh, he's still got one more game to play, um, which we're uh, we're going to dive into here uh, in a few moments. Um, 
We're going to take a short break. Uh, we'll be right back. We actually got a special guest coming in to uh, preview the national championship game. We got the clash between Alabama and Ohio State. So make sure you guys stick around and see who that is. V. Ohio State is going to pull this game off. Justin Fields has been prepping for this since last year. I think Trey Sermon is going to run through everybody. We got Master Teague back, I believe. We're gonna we're gonna dominate Alabama. Alave's in good health, good condition. I think we're in good shape. I don't think Alabama's got something coming. The only prep they might have is Devontae Smith, and that's the only guy I could say I'd worry about. The Ohio State is gonna pull this game off. Beat love and understanding, Alabama. Bam roll tie. Hey hey, this is Nathan Gray. Um, my predictions for this week's game is I really think Ohio State's going to pull it off. Um, they've been prepping for this for a while now. Um, after the last game against Clemson, um, I think they just are going to want it more. I think Justin Fields, the running backs, the wide receivers, I think they just have a little bit more of a drive than Alabama. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be any blowout by any means. I think uh, Alabama's going to, you know, they're going to come out hard. They might they might go on top of Ohio State in the first half, but I think Ohio State will be grinding it out, and I think they'll get a win. 28-21 is my prediction. Ohio State Buckeyes. What's going on, guys? This is James checking in with my boys, the Free Tuition Podcast. You know, I hate to say it, but I got to go with Alabama, man. Alabama. All day. Hey, it's me, Jeff, or Platinum Chanel Boy, or Old News Boy, or whatever you want to call me. Uh, and I had to call in. I had to get this message off because first, I want to say how proud I am of Malone and Scott on another great season of free tuition. It's been real. I've been locking in every week. It's been amazing so far. And uh, yeah, I, I got to come here and give my score right now because this is big for me. Um, I feel like. Maybe I'm going against the grain. I'm not really sure. But this is what I got, man. Ohio State 50, Alabama 37. Ohio State will be the national champions. Yes, sir. Whoa! Hi! Uh, I'm rolling with Ohio State to win a national championship this year. Uh, I feel like Justin Fields is playing incredible football right now. He's, uh, the defense is, is, is heating up at the right time, um, playing great as a unit. Uh, Haskell Garrett up the middle against, against Bama without their center uh, Dickerson is, is going to be a major factor to me. Um, and I think Ohio State pulls it off 27-23. Go Buckeyes. Roll Tide. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Free Tuition. Uh, you know, we got a little bit of a glimpse of the hotline there and see some of the picks for the championship game, uh, which we're getting ready to talk about right now. Uh, Clemson just suffered another loss. Uh, you know, as, if, as you just heard in the first segment, Devontae Smith, the winner of uh, the 2020 Heisman. Um, and so Clemson just came off of a, another really bad loss uh, this previous week uh, to the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I know that our 
special guest is really excited about that. Uh, everybody, welcome back, Jeremy Adams. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me once again. It's a good time to be a Buckeye, that is for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to have you back, man. Congratulations on that win. I mean, what can you say about it? Just elated. Just, just elated. Uh, it it was long, long overdue. It's been a long run. It's been some some challenging times uh, for sure. And and to see them go out there and play the way they did, it was. I couldn't have asked for a better game. Is there anything? that you can say that worked against Clemson that kind of just clicked because there were a lot of question marks with Ohio State. A couple of games, offense didn't look, you know, to the level that we thought they would. Defense struggled, allowed a lot of team to put up a lot of points on them. Um, and then all of a sudden everything just kind of clicked against, you know, the toughest opponent of the season. Uh, what do you think actually like, like what worked in that game against Clemson that, that led you to blow them out? Well, honestly, the the O line and the, and the D line, you know, they kept they kept Justin, you know, kind of just giving him time, and and you know, this time he didn't have that knee injury, so I mean, it was just really nice to see them protect him and just you know, and then of course, you know, diff, you know, Diamond to to Sermon, I felt like he was just an X factor, you know, because he came out of nowhere it seemed during that Northwestern game, and you know, just the O line, the D line, they just did so well at containing typically a very scary and dominant Clemson D. Um, so go ahead, man. No, no, I was going to say, uh, Jeremy. So speaking of Justin Fields, I mean, how, how concerned you are about that injury? I mean, looks like he took a pretty nasty hit in the ribs um, in that Clemson matchup. Uh, you know, it's not something that typically goes away quickly. Uh, not sure if you've heard anything, um, but what do you what do you think about that injury? Um, it was so really difficult to to see to see happen. Um, it, the targeting call, I mean, it was just kind of it's an ironic you know fashion of of just the, how you know last year went for the game. And um, but man, it was it was wonderful. Uh, Justin took that hit, was only out one play. I mean, I'm sure they hit him with something, and and he was right back out there. Uh, you know, I saw a link and, and read an article. Ryan Day said, yes, he's he's going to play. So unless there's just something something crazy, you know, going on, I, I think he'll be he'll be all right. But it was definitely a, a crazy hit. And I was I was definitely scared. Yeah, he definitely showed some toughness um, in that game to to carry on and to uh, and to keep playing when he when he initially came back in at first and uh, threw that touchdown and you saw the grimace. I was like, ah, man, you know. I was kind of nervous for him. I didn't know if he'd be able to finish, but he definitely showed. I thought some, that was good. Yeah, yeah, but he showed some. Uh, you know, he showed some chest. Uh, you know, um, some bravado, and uh, you know, just some heart in general. So, hats for off sure. to him. For sure. In the process, sure. he, in the process, he broke records, which is absolutely absurd. Yeah. I didn't even know about that until, you know, afterwards, you know, obviously. So, I mean, it was just icing on the cake. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm um, pretty sure it was the, the Sugar Bowl record for touchdowns in a game. And I think the Ohio State Bowl record. If, if yeah, I'm not it was. Yeah. So, 
not bad for somebody who, yeah, he got he got cracked on the ribs. I mean, fairly early in the game. That was still first half. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was early. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. Um, and that second quarter is really where the difference was because if you go back and look at the other quarters, I mean. Uh, it was a good game. It was a good one leading up. I mean, yeah, the first quarter was great. At that point, it was like 14-all going into the second quarter, and you you really thought, okay, this is going to be a slugfest going back and forth. And then second quarter of the game, uh, Ohio State just absolutely opens up the floodgates and, and goes, you know, 21 and 0 uh just just a bloodbath uh you know from the from the get-go and then Clemson just couldn't recover uh, you know a lot of people a lot of people where I live and you hear all the talk of uh you know we're not on par as far as like recruiting with Ohio State and all that stuff and it's like we had one bad quarter that's really what it came down to was one bad quarter of play uh so you know Hats off to you guys. You guys played a much better game than us. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll uh, we'll be back again. But you got a big one coming up now. Um, you got <laughs> this is yeah, an Alabama yeah. team that I. It, it's hard to see them losing. Yeah, I. It's it's going to be a matchup for sure. Um, you know, once again, it, there's a little bit of irony here because. You know, we were the kind of the underdogs the last time we met in 2014, and, and we had a, a pretty solid game. Um, but that team obviously didn't have, you know, two Heisman finalists and a running back that's, in, you know, really good. And let alone, I am crossing my fingers they don't bring this Waddle guy back. So we'll we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm confident. I feel good. But you know, heck, I mean, like you saw, it, I mean, anything can happen on that field. We were actually just talking about Jalen Waddle before. Um, yeah, before we brought you on. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's he's back at practice. There's talks he may play. It that would definitely add a uh, a very difficult dynamic to that offense. But you guys, I mean, you you stepped up and you held Clemson under thirty. So that that speaks a lot of volume to your defense and how they were able to contain a very high level offense that has, you know, athletes on the same caliber as some of those guys. So it, I, I think, I think there's definitely, if anybody's going to beat Alabama, it's a Ohio state team. Um, but uh, as far as these three guys and possibly four, but let's if we focus on Mac Jones, uh, Devonte Smith and Najee Harris, there's, you got to take one of these guys out of the game to have a shot, you know, because if all three of them are clicking, it's over. Um, who who do you think you should go after as far as like trying to get them out of their rhythm, out of their groove uh, to give yourself a shot to win the game? Well, here's how I kind of view it and kind of hope that it that goes down. So, you know, our D line did not do too bad against DTN. And if we can have similar success stopping the run game, um, obviously, me personally, you know, Devontae Smith, hands down. I mean, this was before he won the Heisman. You know, I this guy's insane. I mean, a wide receiver that is even in the, you know, the consider, you know, the running, you know, for, for Heisman, let alone win it, you know. So 
Um, but he's he's the guy for sure that I'm that I'm most nervous about because if we can stop him somehow or even like hold him, you know, just a little bit, you know, then I think Mac Jones will have a little bit more difficult time getting the ball out. That's fair. That's fair. You think about that, uh it'll obviously be a a, a Wade versus Smith matchup. Um, oh god, yeah. That should be that should be a tasty one. Uh but I'll tell you that that uh, Ohio State defensive line was impressive in that game against Clemson. Um, you know, it, it, they'll need a big game out of the defensive line in that second level uh, at the linebacker spot as well. Um, I think Ohio State has done their thing with DBs over the last maybe five years or so. So um, I don't think that will be a problem. But those first two levels are definitely going to have to play their best game. Hands down. So with that being said, ultimately, who wins and what is your score prediction, sir? So I'm the way that I'm I'm hoping I'm feeling this game out. Uh again, everything that we just hit on, I mean, there's a lot of factors, but as long as our D-line and O-line, you know, protect Justin, you know, he's considering healthy, hopefully, you know, aside from those ribs, but you know. Keep him safe, you know, give him time to, to chuck that ball to, to those receivers we have and those tight ends that we've been using. I mean, it's wonderful. So if, if that field line and then obviously the D line can, uh, you know, do its thing, then I, I think Ohio State can can pull through. And I, I think it's going to be a, a shootout kind of again. I think it's going to be another, you know, 42-35 or, you know, 49-35 kind of gig. Uh, but, but I have all the confidence now, uh, you know, in Justin and, and Ryan Day. Very nice. Very nice. What about you guys? Before we give our picks, I have one more question. Um, So at the end of this season, Justin Fields is gone. You know who some other guys, Sean Wade, uh, more than likely. uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to the league. uh, And uh, next year you're going to have a, uh, a, you know, a lot of, New faces. uh, A lot of new faces, a lot of replacements on the starting, uh, you know, the, first team def chart. Um, so who, who should we expect to look out for next season? And what are your expectations for the team itself? Uh, that's, that's a good question, Scott. Um, obviously I've been in such euphoria, you know, the past few days that it's, I haven't thought too much, you know, on next year, but it's going to, there's going to be some question marks for sure. Uh, you know, depending on who exactly is getting that starting, you know, QB spot, I mean, CJ Stroud, you know, there, there's a few guys in there that are really battling for it and um, running back wise, I feel confident, you know, but I just feel confident in Ryan day and, and his, his second season is, as our coach and getting us to where he's gotten us, you know, recruiting has been phenomenal. So honestly, you know, I don't know who's going to step up, but I'm confident in these recruits and, and how he's leading the program. I do like Ryan day. I think he's, he's one of those guys that like, it, it was one of those, it's almost like that Nick Saban factor. Like, how do you become the heir to Urban Meyer? Take over a guy like that who's basically his his playbook is like gold because everywhere he goes, he wins. Um, and so, being able to replace a guy like that and have the consistency that Ryan Day has, has speaks a lot of volume to him. And I think uh, I think Ohio State is, you know, I mean. It goes without saying they're geared to probably be 
contenders every year for at least the next half decade, if not full decade. You know, it's crazy. Like, uh, when Ryan Day got hired, I did not expect the results to be like how they were, but he's definitely continued the the train that Urban kind of started here. And I tell you what, Urban was recruiting in like Texas and Florida and in these Southern states and getting those kids to go to Ohio state. And I think that's definitely made all the difference, uh, over these last, you know, five to 10 years, um, you know, at that school, it's just been a different type of player that's been getting recruited to go down there and, and they're, you know, they're dominating that conference. And, you know, like you said, Scott, they're, they're in the running every single year in the college football playoffs. So you can never count them out. Yeah, the recruiting is, I mean, it's, it's great. Like you said, Texas, I, I mean, I, I forget his last name. I don't know if it's Ellinger, or, or, but he's like the 21, you know, quarterback that, that decommitted from Texas. And, and sure enough, he's, he's coming to, uh, to Ohio. So, is he related you know, to Sam? I doubt it. <laughs> but, I mean, he's, he's insane. He's a five-star. I believe he's the number one prospect. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's insane. Uh, he's, he's incredible. I think um, his name is Quinn Ewers. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. Win yours right on the money. Um, So, yeah, like you said, recruiting wise, man, it's it's been good. I've you know, I've read some articles. They, you know, Urban and and Ryan, they have such a good you know relationship. You know, I just I've read that, you know, Ryan is just a more personable, uh, you know, Urban Meyer. And and that's what's, you know, carried that tradition uh, of recruiting. And, you know, we haven't skipped a beat. So it's just nice to see, you know, all that work and. You know, oh man, just to see it pay off, it's 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 great. But one more game, one more game. You know what's crazy? If you guys win this game, there's a legitimate argument that can be made. And I know we're talking about two different sample sizes here, but there's a legitimate argument that can be made that Ryan Day will um, have a better resume as far as being the head coach at Ohio State than Urban Meyer. Wow, potentially, or I mean, or or. or be, or, or be, a, I guess, right just better all, like, overall coach. I mean. Absolutely. His second season. I mean, obviously last year what happened, but that was still, you know, the first round of the, the college football playoffs, you know, he, and we got there. So, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the way he's going, it's 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 momentum right now. And, and you know, I just hope for, you know, continued, uh, continued success for sure. Dude, does Ohio State – are y'all able to keep him out of the pros for the long haul, or does he eventually make his way out? Oh, man. Honest assessment here. That's that's a gotta keep it honest on free tuition. That's pretty good too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, um, right now, Ryan's not interested. Right now, he's not. Um, and I know, and I can almost say for certain, until he is able to lift that trophy up at least once, you know, he I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. So, for now. No, but I mean, the world's watching and, and seeing exactly what we're seeing. So if he continues the way he's going, the, I mean, the money's going to, going to come. So, but I can only, you know, with how young he still is, I can only pray he sticks with us. Uh, hey, no, I'm, I'm with you. As far as college, he has, uh, you know, a top three gig, if not a top two gig, depending on who you ask, he might have the top gig in the country, you know, so it's, um, 
you know, it, that's a tough thing to get to walk away from at the moment. And I'm, I think you're spot on as far as uh, him not walking away, at least until he wins, you know, one big one. So, um, you know, we'll see how it shakes, but uh, his pro potential is definitely there. So we'll see what happens with Ryan Day moving forward. Well, back to the question of who wins the game. So, Jimmy, you, it sounds like you're sticking with your boys, which obviously I don't blame you. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm sticking with with Ohio State. Like I said, I think it's going to be a kind of a, a higher, you know, shootout kind of game. But um, you know, I I feel confident we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go out there and and hopefully just do do the same, you know, and just have a good game, a good clean game, no mental mistakes, and go out there and, and play Ohio State football. Justin Fields gonna have another Heisman game. You know, this is what we needed. We needed him to have one Heisman performance, and and if he can squeeze this one out, it'll. Continue shocking the world for sure. Yeah, go Bucks. I think what we have here, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, and I've been going, man, this is, this is the toughest game to call because you got so many different factors. Ohio State hasn't played as many games, which may work in their benefit. It, you know, I, I had a little bit of doubt on that last week before the Clemson game, because I, I, I was talking to Malone about it. I was like, Clemson's, you know, oiled up. They're well-tuned. You know, Ohio State hasn't had a chance to play. They've had COVID problems. They only played six games. So I was fully on board with the number of games was going to, you know, play to your downfall. But now I'm starting to think it may be to your benefit a little bit. I really think that you guys have a legitimate chance to win against Alabama. Um, it's so much so the fact that I'm calling that as my pick, pick. I think Ohio State's going to win it all. You guys just seem to play big against the big teams. And when you guys turn it on, I mean, you've got just as good of athletes as any of them, um, Alabama included. And I think you guys, uh, I think Ryan Day is just going to have those guys ready to play. Um, no disrespect to Alabama. It, it, it was very hard for me to make this call because, again, it's very hard for me to see Alabama losing a game. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I just think uh, I think this Ohio State team, if they click like they did last week against Clemson, there's nobody that can beat them. Man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm... – kind of along the same lines this is a very very tough game to call uh ohio state i mean what can you say last week they played phenomenal um they showed the class of athlete that they have on their roster and what they can do when they put their scheme together at the highest level and uh you know if they can bring that against alabama it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a game it's gonna be an excellent game um it's, this is a tough one. This is a really tough one for me to call. Uh, but, I, I, man, I got to go Alabama just from what I've seen over the, you know, where they like 14 and 0. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's a lot. They've been killing everyone. They've really, they've literally killed every opponent that they've had, you know. So it's, um, it's just tough for me to pick against that, but you know, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like you think about, uh, uh, the NFL playoffs, right? 
how many times have we seen like the wild card team go win the whole thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's uh it could be one of those type of scenarios, you know, like Ohio State is just so hot and they just kind of keep it going and everything is clicking. And, you know, it might just be one of those destined type things, especially with just all, you know, how everything went that last game. But um, it's just tough for me to pick them. But it, I won't be surprised if Ohio State were to win the game. If that, you know, I will say that. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with Batman in this one uh, if I'm putting my money on it. It's going to be an exciting game, no doubt. No doubt. It's going to be great. I mean, we've had, well, and you and I have had a ton of games this year that we've picked the winners for that have just been like absolutely almost impossible to pick because they're just like, who do you pick to win? And and I think this trumps all of them, not just because of who the teams are, but the stakes that are there. I mean, you know, this is, this is the big, this is the big one. I mean, this isn't just a regular season game. Uh, so this is for all the marbles. Uh, I'm really excited to see who's going to come out on top. Uh, that's going to be Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, January the 11th, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we're going to have a champion. Uh, we're we're here, fellas. I mean, you know, college football season is over. We got one game left, and we're going to crown somebody. Yeah, so yeah, no, this is it. This is it, uh, you know. I'm sure these guys are putting in all the preparation possible to bring for this game, trying to stay as healthy as possible as well. Hopefully we get no kind of COVID action between now and the championship game so that everybody can come out healthy and there's no excuses either way. Um, You know, so I I can't wait. I can't wait. It's, I feel like it's going to be a wide open game um, and, and, you know, just a lot of talent on the field all around. So uh, it should be fun. I do. Uh, I do want to thank you guys for having me on again. Um, there is, you know, just one more thing I, I gotta gotta say. Uh, you know, Scott told me that uh, I could I could rag on him just just for a second. So ah, go ahead, uh, go ahead. So, yeah. so I would like for you guys to uh, indulge with me here. In front of me right now is the Columbus Dispatch. Okay, I've been in Ohio the past few days. Was able to see this this great game with my family in Ohio and wow the the headline of this paper says leaving no doubt buckeyes perform magic at the sugar bowl and i just want 15 or so seconds to read the very front of what this columnist wrote and uh, <laughs> it it sung well to me okay here we go all right let's hear it don't look now dabo but your number 11 will still be playing on january 11th Ohio State, famously snubbed in the poll rankings by Dabo Sweeney, taught the Clemson coach a valuable lesson Friday night in the Sugar Bowl, a lesson as old as sports itself. Don't rub the other guy's nose on it before the deed is done, or risk being forced to smell your own stink. And believe you me, the Buckeyes made sure the Tigers smelled it. From opening kickoff to the final zero, Ohio State's tuned in one of the more memorable bowl performances in school history by clocking Clemson 49-28 in the Superdome. Payback is a bit dot, dot, dot of a blowout in the bayou. That's all I got. I appreciate you guys having me. Um, you know, we'll see what happens next week. Um, but, yeah, go Bucks. Man, man, uh, what a take. What can we say? Um, 
you know, good luck to your boys. Uh, There's not much to say on that. Uh, But, yeah, good luck to your boys. Um, You know, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, Like I said earlier, a ton of talent on both sides of the the, the field and um, should be an excellent matchup. And and we'll see uh, which team shows up and and which team uh, is racing the trophy at the end. All love and respect. All love and respect. I'm excited. <laughs> Congratulations again to the Ohio State Buckeyes. It, it's been a long time coming for that. I bet you wish now you took that bet, huh? I man, you're man. Like I said, man, I don't, I don't care. I know, I know, um, I know but 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 yes, it would have been sweet to finally see you know your ass in a, in a you know <laughs> in an Ohio State sweater. Some, yeah, oh, of course. Oh, it would have been you know wonderful, but. Hey, it is what it is. I'll take the day. Yeah, maybe next time. I mean, we'll maybe probably have more time. opportunities. Hopefully. Hopefully. But, everybody, we uh, we appreciate you coming in uh, for this uh, preview of the championship. Also, the uh, live reaction show for the Heisman race. And uh, we, uh, we got a big game coming up on Monday. Again, that's 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, Monday, January the 11th, Alabama against Ohio State for all the marbles and uh malone is always great doing this with you every week jeremy thank you so much for coming on and being with us yeah jeremy thanks for coming on brother um always a pleasure having you on so uh you know you're welcome back anytime and and like i said before good luck to your boys and uh it should be a great game thank you guys i appreciate you man absolutely man way Everybody, thank you again. This is Scott. This is Malone. This is Jeremy signing out. Free tuition. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.